Ciao, ragazzi. Welcome to the Sally Boys Podcast Network. You're here on the third episode of Mike's Mike. We have a great cast today. I'm here with my little brother, Andre. What's up? Andrea, if you guys listened to the last Sunday conversation. If you haven't, go back and listen to the Sunday conversation. This week's episode was great. We have Luches in the house. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and then we have like uh, a new a new guest appearance uh, from Gabe Ortega. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Excited to be our, here. Uh, I'm excited. Our Premier League expert. Yeah, Gabe, Gabe knows everything you need to know about the Premier League, and we'll get to that. Uh, it's good. Gabe, um, it's good to have all my brothers on on the show tonight. Uh, this is we're sitting on the say patio. That was your brother-in-law? He is my brother-in-law, but he's my brother and one of my best friends. No, and you so, say it though. <laughs> so we're oh, sitting here on the. Uh, they know. <laughs> yeah, they know. We're on the patio. It's a beautiful night. Um, just living. It's good. Summer's good, man. I love the summer. I mean, as a teacher, uh, it's pretty good. But well, you uh, guys haven't taught in like freaking. <laughs> yeah. Summer's been like what six, seven months yeah. long. Too long. I actually so. had a. A work meeting today. I actually got excited for it. So I don't know the man I'm becoming. It's I really wish cool. I had a work meeting. <laughs> I mean, I might have. So okay. let's uh, let's get right into it. Um, let's talk about New Mexico United, okay? Because a lot of you guys that listen are from New Mexico, and I'm sure you guys have at least heard of this team called New Mexico United. Somos Unidos. We love them. <laughs> They're great. Um, they actually just won their most recent game. So let's let's talk a little about that game, uh, Andre. What were your thoughts? They played El Paso. Locomotive for the second time in as many in weeks. Week. <laughs> they played them twice one week. week. Or yeah, one week. Yeah, there twice. So they played there on a Saturday, and then they should never even left town because they had to go play stay there. there. Yeah. So some scheduling issues with the USL, but best this team has looked the entire year. So we had that first game before the COVID break, and then we play. Uh, we played. Who do we play coming out? We played Colorado Switchbacks coming back from the break. El Paso and then El Paso again. By far the best we've looked this entire year. Like, we looked, like, on cue. You know, like, we looked like a solid. Like, I think we're finally starting to round out as a unit. Like, and play good football. Yeah, we talked about before that this team is probably going to take some time to gel and come together. And I think that's what we're starting to kind of see a little bit. Where um, the first game of the year we looked awful, and now we're looking like real. Team Legit, with, and, and right, we, we could score in different ways. We don't have to just go through one guy. Like we, we look, and we're like way more sound defensively than we were last year. So things are, I think things are trending in the right direction. Just to, sure. just to highlight, so we had a goal from Chris Weehan in the 35th minute. Yep. Beautiful goal, set piece. Andre was saying it was New Mexico, New Mexico New to Mexico. New Mexico. New Mexico, true. New Mexico true. Yeah, guys and one New Mexico State guy. So truly united. Yeah. Oh, look at that, Luke. Really well, what a playoff word. So sorry. He didn't play in New Mexico sorry, State. You, three UNM guys, one guy from Las Cruces. Suggs is from Florida State. Yeah. They don't have a men's. They're still they don't have a men's soccer team. Yeah, he's in the They're all the Mexico. Yeah, they're all Adam Drew. Yeah. So we had Weehan and then Devin Sandoval. Uh, comes in outside the box right before a half um, and hits a, a strike, a wonder goal um, <laughs> that was pretty good. It bounced off the keeper's hands and then into the side netting. Um, I personally, I don't want to sound like a hater. I think it could have been saved, but all credit to Devin. That was a good shot. I don't know how much pace was on that ball, uh, but he deserved the goal. And so we took a 2-0 lead before half. 
And then they got like a kind of a bogus penalty at the end of the game. In the 86th. 86th so minute. we couldn't get that clean sheet. Yeah, which we... Uh, One clean sheet against Phoenix Rising last year. That's, <laughs> that's, so that's a long time ago. Yeah. And, and but, it's not so much the goal. Mizell does a great job. He actually had a really good save. He had like two or three. He's pretty good. Yeah. Cool. I feel he's like if he standing. was a little bit taller. Oh my gosh, dude. If he's, he's like, like five, six, three, he'd probably be like... One of the best goals. His athleticism does make up for it. Or at least in the yeah. United States. I, I, maybe the shortness and like low center of gravity helps him, but yeah. usually goalies are like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, yeah. No, but it, it, he's like 5'11", you know? And it's one of those things that really, I think his height is like this biggest thing that holds him back. But you're right. Like, who knows how athletic he, or mobile he would be if he was a little bit taller, but that is like a thing that's missing. But he, he is does. a nice guy. We met him at the like the jersey reveal. He's a pretty cool dude. But you know, he's the same size as you. Like when he yeah, yeah, out, he, yeah. You wouldn't tell. But like, he's you an tell. He's like a pro- He's outstanding. A professional or semi-professional. Um, I like how he like tries to fight everyone that tries to <laughs> take the ball off. <laughs> Do you notice that after the, the PK? Mexico true. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the, the guy from yeah, uh, they El Paso like scored the goal, and he like ran into the net to grab the ball, and Mizell's ready to throw down with it. What? I did not yeah. see that. They both yeah. got yellows. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, how did they not catch that? that was I don't know. Maybe I was just getting a drink or something. But well, no, I, I like he's he's spicy, man. He's good. And then we get the uh, we get a penalty in like the ninety something minute. And I'm like, all right, we're gonna have a three-one win. It's gonna look good, and that's that's what the game represented. That was the score. Of the game. You know, we but were- he missed it. Yeah, Chris Rian missed it, so it looks like it's two-one. It looks way closer than it actually was. And hopefully, it doesn't come back and bite us in the butt when it comes down to goal difference. Well, and then we also had we had an offsides penalty, or yeah, a goal that was really good. That was good, and it looked really good, just slightly offsides, and that's demonstrable. And honestly, um. Devin Sandoval looks really good. He looks like, I mean, he was good last year, but he's like on a whole nother level right now. Yeah, he's shiny. He's like definitely that star player that everyone was anticipating. That we signed him. The face of New Mexico United. Mm -hmm. He's facilitating really well. Yeah, and I think that that's the plan is everything goes through Devin. You know, it's a good he, they get it to the they get it because he's so big, especially in that league. He's so big and physical. Like they throw it up to him at the top of the box, and then he's able to distribute from there. Yeah, which is awesome. Well, you were saying you made a earlier like a basketball reference. He's like Jokic. Yeah, he's like the Denver He's like, Denver he's like, he's like this big ass soccer fan. Big ass basketball. He's like Nicole Jokic from the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> yeah, he plays like a point guard, and he's yeah. like freaking huge. So yeah, he like takes it at the top, and then he just yeah. It, they're playing good soccer. Well, Way better. Like last year, we relied so much on Santi Kavon. and Kavon. Yeah, yeah, and and. And now it's kind of nice because exactly it would be like oh well hopefully Kavan just gets a yeah I know that's amazing. all we're saying is like or, come on dude or it's just like oh you just rely on Santi going up the left side he's gonna cut it back and try like to hit the top corner and I mean they were good but it's nice that we have like a whole unit yeah better that. midfield and it seems like our defense even though Luch is right we haven't gave up or we we haven't had a clean sheet in a long but time. we look better. We do look better. I, we don't have those blunders in the back end where it's like, yeah, like, dude, our- like people just falling down. Just <laughs> <getting> <laughs> but talking about Weehan, dude, Weehan is like, he's like a goal a game, dude. Like he's on pace. He's doing to, like, really well. Have an outstanding. Year. And he assists as well. So he's like, yeah, 
Well, Devin too. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, they're both, both gonna. They both are like at a goal a game right now. Yeah. So what, Gabe? What's the standings? What are we? We're Group C. We're, group C, and we're in first place with seven points right now. Who's and what is uh, what is El Paso at? El Paso is in second with five points. Yeah. So we should just start breaking away from everyone at this and point. And is El Paso like they're supposed to be on paper better than us? El Paso is supposed to be. I mean, they they. They finished out the year better than us too. Like we remember, we like clawed into the playoffs, yeah, barely, off of some other team's loss, not our own win, and they made it far into the playoffs. Like they they caught on really strong late. Still haven't beat us though. They haven't yeah, beat us. but and they, beat us. on paper, is it a rivalry of they've never been on us? paper? They were supposed to be really good this year. Okay, I mean they could still be. We're still early on in the in the league. I mean, but in the, in the I do we play them again? Yeah, we yeah. play them actually a few times. I think yeah. we play them at home. Like if they get to play us at home twice, yeah, I mean, we we're gonna twice. we're gonna beat them home. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no way. Hopefully by then we can get some fans in the stands. And so the schedule looks like we have a game this Saturday, um, August first, against Oklahoma City Energy. Should win. Do you guys know anything about those? Guys? I mean, I'm from Oklahoma City, it's a bad name. Yeah, it's a horrible day. Just from last year, they came here. Yeah, they were we not beat bad. Them, I think. Yeah, yeah I do remember beating them. And then we have a big one. I would say Phoenix is our biggest rival, and we play them Saturday, August eighth. That's exciting because that's like out of the group type of deal. And yeah, they're not Group C. The next two games are not Group well, C. And, well, and, and so I hope those. If we win, I hope those points count as Group C points. Yeah, they're not like friendlies or anything. Oh yeah, so. we get to play that traitor. <laughs> that is a traitor, but because he had nothing but like. The most love. Yeah, that's annoying. We loved him, and then you just leave us like that. Um, He's a Spaniard, too, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he can't trust the Spaniard. It's a different yeah. game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, they they are they're rolling through some dudes right now. Who, Phoenix? Phoenix? They're playing really well. You have, I, yeah, they've always been like the best of USL. Well, they're just last year. They were the best. No, they, no, they were good. They've they were, been good. Like we. How, so how are they not? How does Phoenix not have an MLS? Team? I know because that's a it's big not, city. It's not off of like how good you are though. It's all of I know, but Phoenix has you think every all the uh, oh yeah, that is the true. Big city, they definitely have the money. You would think that someone else, yeah, would have the money to. But they have that god awful stadium, that ugly ass stadium. Yeah, they. I don't think that would be considered an MLS style. Like, so well, they could build it, and they have a non MLS name, Phoenix Rising. It's yeah, just it's disgusting. So. Lo- yeah, it's gross. They could change the name. They do. They, usually, a lot of teams rebrand when they go to MLS. Yeah. So yes. speaking of MLS, Charlotte just got a new team, and it kind of irked you guys. Yeah, uh, irritating because we we talk about like New Mexico United. I feel like somewhat the goal of the people in the city is like there's an end goal. We want to see a team in the top league, you know, MLS. But now, like looking at it, it just gets frustrating because. We kind of maybe got sold a bag of goods in terms of MLS saying like fans equals like getting bids. Yeah, know? like if you have thirteen thousand fans in the stands on a regular. And and the thing is, honestly, we could have more. Like we're hitting sellouts like constantly. Isotopes won't let people in. <laughs> honestly, the isotopes won't let the record be broken. hundred percent. What? Because yeah, so like the Isotopes have the record for – it's like the first game they ever played there, and they have, like, the record for most people. But they won't let United break that record for most people. What? Because they have – we've had 15,000 games, and they – No, 15,000 in attendance. In attendance. <laughs> 15,000 in attendance. Sorry. 
15,000 attendance games, and they they stopped selling tickets, and people were waiting wow. to try to get tickets. Grassy, that's and stuff like that. Yeah, but um, oh, going back to games, like saying that attendance gets you bids, but really, you look at Charlotte. Charlotte averaged 1300 13. is what I saw, but that's probably fake numbers too. Yeah, dude, like nothing a game, dude, like a joke. Like that's literally like high school football, like no, less than high school football. Way less than high school football. Way less than high school football. <laughs> yeah. Numbers. And it's like they get a bid and stuff. And so it's just like obviously the, the money speaks, but it's just like frustrating because it's like that that team is not going to be successful. Well, and like – you know, you have to. Earn, you should have to earn your way to. If MLS did it the right way, you want a league? Great. Give us your two hundred fifty million dollars. That's fine. But you have to earn your way through play to make it to the top league. So you're everybody should have to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I agree. So you're saying more of like a promotion relegation style. Yeah, and that's the way they do it in Europe, and that's why those leagues are so successful. And over here, it's there's. All right, you have money. Okay, you're in the league. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then you and can suck, and you're still in the league. And, and you're still making money. You're sharing bullshit, and it's like worthless. It's yeah, like and where New Mexico is doing everything they can to earn it the right way, and we can't get promoted unless we have a two hundred. Well, it's not a promotion, it's not though. A, it's a to, com, that's a misconception too. It's a totally different league. It's MLS's competitor. It's not a minor league system. There are some teams that have their B teams play in the M- in the, the USL, but it's a competitor to MLS, and it's its own thing. Yeah. And at this point, I'm almost like would rather stay in the USL and just beat these MLS teams in the tournament, which in the domestic cup. Yeah, which is happening. I mean, St. Louis beat all these MLS teams last year. New Mexico United beat all these MLS teams. You have a lot more uh, foreigners on the team, and. And they, you know, we're yeah. just beating up on these MLS. Yeah, USL, there's like less restriction and stuff like that. Whereas like MLS, you have to have a minimum American number. Yeah, there's a percentage of people you have to have from America. Yeah. It's kind of like the Canadian Football League. Like you have to have a majority of Canadians yeah. and a couple Americans. And, and it's it, it's not like there's like small cities in the USL too. I mean, Indianapolis, you got St. Louis, you got Phoenix. You got big teams. I mean, it could really be a competitor San Diego. to MLS. Really can be, and I think it will be. I think it's going to take over Tampa for sure. Great. That well, would be aw- have, that would be so cool. You have things like the MLS. Like I think MLS, because they're like so stuck in their ways. I think eventually, like things will go bad for them. Like they they won't break away from this American model of starting creating people, a league. People are clamoring. For like the European well, styles, they want, and they won't accept it. They like they are like trying it. to like they play. want to be like the NBA and the NFL, but soccer doesn't work that way. It's a totally different thing. It's not. You have to have a relegation. You got to develop players. Just yeah, it's, I, it's different. It's you say totally that really different. well. I kind of agree with you. I think they are trying so hard to beat all the American like leagues. And it's that for that sport, it doesn't work. Like you can't, you have to have repercussions. If you're not good, you don't deserve to be in the top flight. You need to, yeah. and I think USL is more progressive. Does MLS have a B and a C? No. See, even USL already has a C, a exactly. B and a C. I know, and they. I think what the USL's next step is to have promotion relegation within those leagues. I think that's. I think that would be awesome. I think it creates a and lot. And now of- United already has a B team. 
New Mexico United? Yeah, yeah. Whatever. You, you oh, what? Really? B team, and I think they're set up to have another like a U18 team coming up too. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Uh, yeah. I it's so just, it's yeah. all about development, man. Yeah. Get those kids in young and develop them. Yeah. The only thing that sucks about the USL is you can't sign those long-term contracts. I know. I heard that. You could t- max of two years or I something like that. I don't really yeah. know. I don't know the, the contract situation. There's not really a players' union. Deal. Yeah. So it's like – I hope it sustains. I hope uh, – I mean, it seems like it's well, – it's I think it's not going to – This league has been around for a while. Actually. Really? Yeah. And, they, I mean, they have a contract with ESPN Plus. They're really yeah. – You can watch – on ESPN now. Too. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, they're easier to watch than Real Madrid. Like, Real, I can't watch a Real Madrid game. They're not on ESPN. I can't find them. But I could watch freaking Atlanta 2 team, the B team, <laughs> yeah. on USL. It's crazy with that ESPN partnership. Well, so, maybe, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they can rise up and, and I think they'll, compete they'll, with the MS, well, MLS and maybe, I don't know, and well, and some have, type of merger. They have, like, the same. They don't need a merger. They have to the with those dudes, man. And they have, like, the same restrictions and stuff like that. Like, you have to have a, like, right now, United New Mexico United is, is on the clock. Same with El Paso. We're on a clock, like a three-year clock, to have build it like a stadium plan in motion to be in that league, or else we'll get booted from the league. Wow, like they, so have they have the same pretty soccer, high standards. They have the same soccer-specific stadium stuff. Like they are, they're trying to create their own league. I think the next step is to, if USL would align itself, I I wish, and even MLS, they need to align their schedules with the rest of Europe because soccer is one of those games where it's it's worldwide. It's the largest sport in the world. Yeah, you have to be synonymous with the rest of the world your transfer window has to be in line with, with the, the other rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. how are you going to get better and start to compete with the rest of the because it's not one of those where you're just competing within your league you're competing with the rest of the world and, and hopefully usl does that yeah and just pass i mean like i said i mean it's there's no joke cities in the, i mean you got freaking tampa bay san diego yeah. indianapolis teams with other st. Louis. they have you cities with time. professional teams and others yeah yeah, yeah. San Antonio, San, San Antonio. Antonio. I mean, El Paso is freaking a huge city now. You know what I mean? So you got big time cities in there. You don't need a, you don't need to go MLS. Just freaking have the USL compete with the MLS and and be better than the MLS. And do it right. Which which is on pace to happen. Yeah, know, I think in my opinion, I think I, I mean, I may be a little biased, but I think watching the USL is better than watching MLS right now. Yeah, watching like MLS is kind of hard to watch. Like it, it's the camera angle. I mean, I give them credit; they did the bubble thing, and it's it's working, and they're playing. Um, but the gameplay is not very. I don't know. It's just weird. I it's mean, just to USL's credit; they are kind of doing it better because these guys they are, are traveling. They're traveling, and they're not. The MLS product is not the best. It just is. No, I know. It same sometimes the, it looks like a semi-pro. Same with the USL, but like right, MLS product has suffered a lot because they're playing in Orlando. It's hot. Certain schedule. Yeah. Like the, people are fouling each other. They're trying to get out of the game. <laughs> yeah, they're not done, dude. You can see the, the second half is a joke. You, no one even gets any shots off. It's yeah, like they're exhausted. The second half. Yeah. So. Um, I think the relegation thing is cool. I, I, I hope we can make it in America. I, it will never happen for the MLS because, like you guys said, they're trying to be like the NFL and NBA. That's never going to happen. But maybe USL can do the relegation um, to create more competitiveness. And I don't know. It, it, like you're, You would be extremely excited if your team sustains the top flight. 
where like if you're battling to get rel- like that, it just creates a lot of excitement. Atlanta is a prime example. They're right now they're just horrible. They, I mean, it's just like a joke watching those guys play. And and they were pretty good know, a couple. Well, years. they won the championship. Yeah, they were pretty good. And it's just crazy off that, but but now that it's hard to watch, but they don't care. There's nothing gonna happen. Exactly, nothing's gonna happen. They're not gonna go down. They'll they'll just take it for the season. They don't care. And what they and what they do is they they do the same thing which a lot of other teams around the world do is where they get young dudes, develop and sell them. But around the world, when you sell your young talent, you have to buy people back. You have to reinvest. Exactly. Or else you're gonna go down. Yeah. They're like that's good. They sold two dudes and didn't buy anybody. Cool. Yeah. Well, it, and it's so <laughs> dumb because they're selling out the freaking NFL arena. Mercedes Benz. Yeah. Mercedes Benz, and now they're putting such a bad product on the on the field. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's gonna and happen. Anymore. I know they have a guy that's hurt. Desmond Branch is a listener. He's gonna get all mad because we talked well, about Atlanta about fans are more pissed than anyone else. Yeah. It's embarrassing for that city. Yeah. It's not. It's well, not and that's right. the thing. Like usually teams that when you have a good team in soccer, they sustain. They're pretty good. Like throughout. Every year, throughout time, you know, there's not, yeah. yeah, exactly, throughout time. Like these teams started in the 1900s, and they're still kicking butt. Where it's weird that MLS team was good, and then they just suck, and they're tanking, and then nothing's gonna happen to them. But you're 100 percent right. So let's let's talk a little bit about Europe, and let's get into to Italy. You you like Atalanta, Sassuolo. There's these mid level teams, Florence or Fiorentina. They 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 have great youth development programs so they have these kids come in when they're young like eight years old maybe even younger they develop them and they make the the first team squad and they have a good season or two and then they sell them to those bigger clubs and not only does that help them like stay profitable and like sustainable but then they take that money okay and they either reinvest into the club but it keeps them at a uh like a a float yeah and so and but if they don't take that money and like try to reinvest it or try to buy cheaper, more experienced players, then they'll get relegated into a bottom flight league. And then, yeah. Well, the key is, but the key is to these lower level teams is they know they have to develop better than anyone else. So they're developing like in Italy, they're developing these players become the best Italian players in the world. And then they go to they then they sell them to Juventus or whatever. But it, it creates a good development program because mm-hmm. they know the only way they're going to compete is if they develop develop yeah. those guys. And, and that's what's not happening in the MLS. No one's getting developed. Yeah. No one's getting developed in America. That's true. That is true. That is, true. That, that is a really good point. And, well, and then same thing going to with those those small teams like Sassuolo's and Reggio Emilia. How many people are in Reggio Emilia? Do you know? Oh, remember? it's it's the size of Rio Rancho. It's a like hundred thousand yeah. people. And so th- that's in a hundred thousand people. That's in the top division. So yeah, imagine Rio Rancho, New Mexico, having a top division. But they earned it. No, yeah, they, they earned they it. it. They, they were series cheat. They it's C, but they saw series. So they G. worked their way up they, from to B to to A. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. now they're and now they're freaking good. Yeah, they, they are freaking good. Put up five goals today. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, that's all. Of, I mean, that's awesome. I think it's one of those things that you just have to understand as like a, as a fan of Sisual, like those dudes are like. They're happy. They're making it into the top flight. They're happy. They're in the top flight. They're and they're they're shooting for like the Europe. And then there's just like but the standard is changing because they're being they're slowly more successful yes, yes. now. Now they're mid table. Five years from now, 
they might be top four. Yeah. You know I mean? And so they just sold the guy today, Stefano Sensi, for $27 million to enter, which those big clubs are going to buy. Gonna stay, and they're, they're going to take that money and they're going to buy either an older guy that gives them more depth. Or they're going to invest it into their youth program, program. And they're just going to keep well, recycling. And, that, that's what, that and they're my, okay with that. That was my point is saying like Inter Milan, Milan, Juventus, those teams and Napoli, those are going to be the best teams in like Roma. Those are going to be the big teams that are going to buy people usually. And I think that those mid-level teams understand that. And they have to, they understand that the best way to stay in the league Mm-hmm. is to is develop to just, yeah. and they don't and no one bitches and moans like, <laughs> like oh well we need to have a salary cap because you let this is buying but us poor Sassuolo can't make it it's like nah man no one wants to go to Sassuolo they yeah. want to go to Juventus they want to go to yeah like yeah it's so like, develop your develop dudes. your dudes and get better yourself yeah you know? that, that make more money gonna... sell more jerseys so yeah exactly you, know? you Market yourself. You and know it, what I mean? It's funny because America It's a like, business, you know? It's a business. Exactly. That's exactly business. what it is. It's funny because America- shouldn't have to wear, oh, I have to wear Adidas because MLS says that. <laughs> should be, yeah, we're going to wear freaking Puma because Puma is going to pay us to wear exactly, Puma. Exactly, exactly. That's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's funny because America is the capitalist capital of the world. But our leagues are not capitalist in the slightest. (laughs) We have in Europe, like that's capitalism. It's like, yeah, dude, people want to move to Torino and not to Uh, Lecce. 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 That's just what it is. And so you just have to battle that, you know, and it's and and you get the you get the sponsors that you get because Adidas, uh, Juventus gets Adidas and they get paid. Fiorentina gets that rooster brand that who, who knows yeah. who they are. They probably make more money. No, exactly. But that's what I'm so saying. It's, it's worth Nike it. Nike doesn't want to, they're probably making more money from the different brands. Yeah. Yeah. Roma yeah. has Nike. We have yeah. Juventus has Adidas. So and you're out, you're out on your own. You got to go find ways to make money. That's how USL is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. USL. We're. Yeah, we're the, the only Puma. Puma. They were Adidas. They switched to Puma. And we have the Puma best uniforms. Gave them a better deal. Yeah. Exactly. Adidas, just, Adidas gives you like a template. You know, you yeah. don't get shit. So, do you guys want to transition to talking a little bit about uh, like Syria and the table and all that? Yeah, I guess so. We even... All right. So, <laughs> I am going to announce it. Last time we talked on Mike's mic number one, I asked Luch, "So, do you think Juventus will win the table?" And he's like, "Nah." I think Inter will come back and win it. And I will I say I this. At Atlanta. You might you say that. Did I say Inter? Or One or of those days. Doesn't matter because Juventus won their ninth straight Scudetto, uh, which is the championship. They won the league. I'm looking at these guys. These guys are all pissed off. Uh, I've been excited. I've got to see them win nine straight championships, which is awesome since i'm a dolphin fan i haven't seen anybody win in america in a long time yeah so at least i got a european club that will win <laughs> you usually get to pick the you usually get to see the best team win when you just pick the best team <laughs> <laughs> so uh juventus won with uh two games to spare uh which they is also got absolutely destroyed by calgary today they did get destroyed losing, uh, on an island but they're so wine, they were so wine hungover that it like didn't even matter yeah though. <laughs> uh, there's no excuses i'm sure the people in torino are super happy they lost no, they're, they're <laughs> so this has been the weirdest juventus team i've ever seen uh because they're not playing good they're not playing and they haven't played good all year so a lot of people are saying that it's not so much about what juventus is doing it's that the other teams are better better getting so like better. the the league is getting so much better that calgary sassuolo verona those you know guys are you know who's playing good no, my buddy Carl, 
my best friend Carl started watching the Parma. Parma. He just turned on the game and he's like, oh, I'm going to like Parma. But ever since he said that, they've been playing really good. Yeah, Parma. So all those mid-level teams are playing really well and they're beating Inter. They're beating Napoli. They're beating Juventus. And so... Uh, it's just created a more, I guess, I don't know, transparency is the wrong word, uh, but it's just like parity. Yeah, it's equaled everything and because, out. And back to, I don't want to go back to last topic, but those teams are developing young guys. And yep. Most of those teams are filled with Italian guys, mm-hmm. young Italian guys, and they're develop, developing them really well. Yep. And I mean, Andre's there wasn't. About there wasn't. Juventus yeah. just bought Parma's best player for, <laughs> <laughs> for forty million. So we're gonna do it again hey, next year. Hey, baby. Dude, the rich get rich. I mean, it's like <laughs> we, dude. That's a good player. The rich get richer, here. but it's getting closer. It is. It is. It is. And it is. there was a time, and that's. I mean, that's the idea of capitalism as well. Like you know, things would level out, but. There was a time where Serie A was the best league in the world. Yeah. In the early 2000s. And I think now, like, there was a dip. But I think now, like, they're they're battling back. They're becoming way more. What's the theory? Why is the league getting better, Gabe? Why is the league getting better? Who's there? Oh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. (laughs) That's why the league is getting better. So, that could be a You can have tons of haters, but he has changed the league in the last two years. Well, and the thing is, in the early 2000s, when Serie A was the best, they had... The Ibrahimoviches of the world. They had the best players of the yeah, world. Yeah, they had Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho. Yeah, and the old Ronaldo, the Brazilian. And Ronaldo. so now, like, you get what was when he was the best player in the world, comes to the Italian league. You know, then you're right. That better. that changes things yep. a lot. So the way City A is set up, every, almost everything is kind of set in stone with one game to go. Uh, we have the top four teams that are going to be competing for Champions League. Juve, Inter, Atalanta, Lazio, which I'm happy for Lazio because they haven't been Champions League in a while. Fifth place is going to be Roma. Sixth is Milan. And then seventh is Napoli. So five, six, and seven will all play in the Europa League, which is like the NIT tournament. Napoli is in the Champions League. So Napoli is in the Champions League currently because what they did last year. So they were at top four last year. So this season. So who are they playing? So they play uh, Barca. And they tied one um, one. Yeah, yeah. They that's gonna be a good. That's exciting. I'm excited for that because Napoli's playing really well. I think they had a bad start. They had a coaching change. So seventh place yeah, is kind of a weird thing. They, they got Inter beat them up pretty good. Yeah, Inter's, Inter's good, most though. recently. So the places in that are kind of set in stone. Uh, but Luch, what's the biggest thing to watch for the last week of the, the season? Immobile. Immobile. Chido and Mo- break the series. Ah. Uh, Record for most goals in the season. Yep, exactly. Well, so, he, he yeah. needs two. He needs two goals. He needs two goals, which we've seen him have a hat trick, and he, he scored again today. Uh, so there's no – I don't know. I, I hope he wins it. I think we all can – Andre, you want him to win it, or do you want Ronaldo to score five goals? In the <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldo to score five goals. No one wants – no, I mean that, I do. That, I mean, no, no. If that happened, that would be outstanding. But no, I think no, dude. Moment, like because. Uh, what Iguain is the record holder, yeah, not, and not Italian. I think Italians have a lot of pride. It would be nice to have an Italian hold that record for the Italian cool. league, yeah, for the Italian league, which 37 goals is a ton. He's gonna have if he gets uh, he's tied for the most goals in all of Europe. So if you combine every league, uh, he has tied with uh, Lewandowski, who plays for uh, Bar- mm-hmm. Bayern Munich, with 35. So if he gets one goal, he'll have the most goals out of any player in the, this year. And then he'll tie the record, and then we want him to get a 
uh, a two goal, a brace, which is two goals in one game, and, and break the record. So they play Napoli on Saturday. Uh, so that's a that's a game to watch. Uh, that's probably the most important game to I'll watch this year. I'll take a three-two win. Napoli, Napoli, <laughs> three-two. Napoli wins, but Immobile scores. Two goals. <laughs> he has to score the two. That's what we're hoping for. Uh, other big games. I mean, but that's the thing. Like Atlanta and Inter. I mean, that's actually a big well, game because the Inter's in second place right now with seventy-nine. And Atlanta is 78. So whoever wins that game is going to end up the league in second place, which I'm rooting for Atlanta because they've never scored higher than third. So that would be the highest they've ever done is second place. So. I think Inter's, you know, we were hyping up Atlanta our last podcast, but they've taken a step back a little bit since then. They haven't been as I mean, they haven't lost. They haven't, they haven't lost. lost. They're, they're not, not putting up those crazy numbers. Yeah, they're not putting they're, up four goals again. They're only winning like 1-0, 2-1. Yeah. You know? well, that's because they're saving it for Champions League. <laughs> So you think Inter is going to win that one? I think Inter is the best team in, in the league right now. No, no. Yeah. no they dropped Milan, the bunch. Dude, the Red Milan is killing it. You think AC Milan is? Yeah, they're playing. Ibrahimovic. Shout out Zlatan. He scored, <laughs> he scored two goals today. Yeah, he's doing really good. Not, which, as, not he, as many. Talk as, about. He has a, how old is he? 38? Yeah, he's 38. 38 and he's still Yeah, Ronaldo's 35 and I'm like amazed at what he's doing. And Ibra's 38 and he's still killing it. Yeah. Ever since he got to Milan. This like since uh, COVID, rebounded. yeah, he's been awesome. So um, that, I'm happy he got out. The biggest thing to watch in in Italy is is Lazio and Napoli to see if Immobile is gonna break and the record. He's probably the most underrated player. I mean, and maybe in Europe right now. Yeah, I mean, if you score the most yeah. goals, and not I a lot mean, of people know who he is. No, yeah, a lot of people aren't talking about him. Yeah. A lot of people don't know who he is, and they need to start knowing who he is because he's a great player. Yep. Yeah. No, he is. What, I think it's one of those things. He's twenty nine. He's still young. Twenty nine is young. Oh, he's it's weird. I don't know That's what the young. I don't know what the the phases of of soccer when yeah you the prime you know because I think Ronaldo's a freak, Ibra's a freak, but then you have guys that they make their way to MLS, which is like the retirement league, and they're usually <laughs> thirty four or thirty five. So it's like I don't know what makes you. Well, and sometimes strikers, sometimes strikers just like they don't run. The, no, there's so much. Some, <laughs> no, but strikers some, don't run. But some they can play just, forever. Like like you remember Torres, uh, the the Spaniard, mm-hmm. he had an amazing like European, and then just like fell off the face of the earth. Like he couldn't. Yeah, but he he couldn't buy a goal. In series off for a long time. No, yeah. I, I know, and that's one thing. It's, it's sad that he wasn't. He he was almost wasted international. Well, like, he yeah. still has his chance. Yeah, yeah. and we'll, we'll, let's talk about international later, like in another yeah. pod, because uh, we have a UEFA Nations League coming up in September, and that'll be a perfect that's super cool. conversation to have. Um, Andre, since we talked, he's kind of narrowed his teams down to two. So I'm gonna let the listeners pick his team for him. Did you know that, Andrea? That's cool. I, I'm very indecisive. <laughs> so make the decision for him. So what are your two teams now? You've limited it down to two. AS Roma. I'll explain why too. AS Roma and uh, Fiorentina, which is Florence. Florence. The reason why is because I don't want to. I don't want a crazy like big team that always buys dudes and just like is. I don't want an easy choice. Um, and those are the two cities, the two major cities with teams that are. I would, my city was in between those two cities. That so, you lived in for that, six months. Yes. Make so sure I, you tell them that. <laughs> so I studied abroad in Viterbo, which is directly in between Rome and Florence. So it's like trying to decide between those two teams. And I just can't. It's it's super hard. because I'm just not very good at making decisions. I like the, mid, I like the <laughs> mid-table vibe of the Fiorentina. And they're like 
homegrown and cool, but I also like like the bigger vibe of AS Roma as well. And that badass jersey. If you so, have time and you're trying to help with this decision, just uh, listen to their team anthem. <laughs> That is a big deciding Ooh, right Both now. of them. No, between Roma and no. Florence. They they're, both have pretty cool heads. They're both interesting, man. I did I did go to a Rome game, a Roma game. So that's really one cool. point Roma for them. Yeah. And they have better jerseys. And the anthem. <laughs> just, just so count, the best way to do it is count how many Italians are in each roster. <laughs> Whoever has more Italians. Well, the, so, so Fiorentina has an awesome <laughs> youth program, but they sell everybody. So it's like... You can't get too attached. Yeah. So yeah. that means they have more Italians. So. Yeah. yeah, that is true. So I, I'm going to leave it up to the listeners. I'm going to put this uh, little brief segment on our Instagram story. And I'm going to end it with a question of who Andre should like. Roma or Fiorentina, and uh, I'll let him know what the results are. I'm excited to see that. Um, let's transition to. Uh, I do want to shout out. So I have. I am a Juventus fan, but I studied in Reggio Emilia, so I have Sassuolo as well. So they're deep in my heart. It's okay to like two you teams. No, it's not. <laughs> so I like Sassuolo, and the I same also way. Like if if Sassuolo was in Serie B, yeah. so let's transition to Gabe's um, professional. Uh, he knows his professional topic, which is his expertise. Yes, expertise Premier League. If, Premier League. You, if you've been listening and you, you haven't noticed, uh, my expertise is definitely not in the Italian. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a Premier League guy and a big uh, World Cup guy. I watched four years of Michael. So, <laughs> so uh, your favorite squad is who? Liverpool. Liverpool. And uh, they're sick. easy. That <laughs> they're easy to like though. Do honestly, Liverpool has yeah, a sick. sick shield. The sick coach, a sick team. Who's your favorite player on that? Uh, Mohamed Salah. It's my boy. Yeah. He was at, I'll just talk about Florence guys selling off their dudes. Hey, it's Roma right there. No, at Fiorentina, he played for Florence and they sold him to Liverpool. He no, played, he went to Rome. He was in Rome. He played first. for both teams. Uh, man, played so for both teams. They sold him over. And he's sick. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> Liverpool had an outstanding year. Um, I did a podcast with a friend a couple weeks ago. Uh, we were talking about Chelsea, Liverpool. We both thought that Chelsea was the hotter team and that they were going to beat them 2-1. And we were so wrong. Uh, Liverpool came out and, and scored three goals like right off the bat. And I was like, holy shit, I forgot how good these guys are. Um, they're just built so well. They play a total team football. Um, they're they're fantastic. Uh, who got second? So Because the Premier League's done. Premier League's done. Man City finished second with 81 points. So a big gap, big huge gap. That big just gap. shows how good Liverpool was. The top Liverpool is ninety nine, ninety nine. Yeah, and so Liverpool had a great year because they won the Champions League last year and then they won the Premier League this year. Uh, they did get an early like bounce from the Champions League. They lost the sure. yeah early yeah. Well, they're not going to win it. Yeah, they won it last year and then this year they won the Premier League. No, and then this year they, they this year they lost a already. Pretty embarrassing bounce. Yeah, so but they're out. They're out of. of the Champions League Champions this year. League. Yes. So, but they, I think at this point, they already won the Champions. They were so focused Focus. on the Premier League because they haven't won since, like, do you remember what it was? I can't think. It's like 1995 or 19, 1996. It's been a long time. I have a friend that lives uh, in England, Harry. Uh, he's a big Liverpool fan. Um, and I texted him right when they won. I was like, dude, congrats. And it was a big deal for him. Because they weren't that, like, no, they were mediocre. They were like, I mean, they historically were good, but they were mediocre for. Yeah. I liked them for a brief minute when Balotelli moved there, but he was not very good. Did um, is Harry part of a soccer firm? Uh, I don't Did know. Part of a soccer. Firm? <laughs> I have to ask my, him. Yeah, He's my, pretty diehard though. My favorite team is uh, 
West Ham United because of that movie. Is it called Green Street? Hooligans? Green Street Hooligans. Yeah, it's a fantastic. Strongest, strongest soccer firm out there. They are. So, not st- a very good team, but strong, yeah. Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't translate to the field. <laughs> yeah, but they'll beat the shit out of everyone else's fans. <laughs> <laughs> so, they actually, they're actually mid table. They've been Premier League for as long as I West can they, remember. They yeah. last won, oh, mid table, oh, West Ham, but yeah. Liverpool last won in 1990. Wow. 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 So, sometime. 30 years. Really? They're pretty well known. Yeah. I they, no, no. I mean, and, you know what? Well, ever since LeBron bottom part ownership, they were good. So it's all LeBron. You know, I do. I did touch. like. <laughs> I do like Minus Liverpool touch. a lot. I think they're cool. They're they're set up. But now that they're gonna ditch New Balance, I don't think I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they going with Nike? Yeah, Nike bottom. <laughs> so uh, third place was who? Uh, third place was Man U. That's sixty six. Man U. So they're a pretty famous team. A lot of people know Man U. The most famous team. Yeah, I would say so. They uh, they were 14 points down when it came to COVID. And then since the restart, dude's been falling out. And they sucked last year. Yeah, they were not very good. And then uh, who got fourth? Uh, Chelsea with also uh, 66. So they tied for in points. Mm-hmm. Man U, I think, had the Yeah, tie goal for- differential. Oh, okay. And so Chelsea is a big – we. all Americans should have – even if you don't little- like Chelsea, you should still kind of like them because they have – Christian Pulisic. So they have... Uh, you should have a little Chelsea in your heart. You should have a little Chelsea. Captain America, he played fantastic the last two games. Um, he's awesome, dude. It's I mean, not I mean, It's he not like he's fantastic. like the best American anymore, which he is by far, but he's like one of the best dudes in Europe. Like, uh, he's fantastic. It's crazy because like he hasn't done anything really internationally, but he's the best American player ever. Already. Ever. Already, dude. Like, I mean... Take that Landon Donovan. I mean, yeah. Like, you could look at... Landon Donovan did some things, but it's like, dude, watch... One second of Chris, like a post, and you're like, he's better than you. Doesn't like, yeah. is Landon Donovan playing like an indoor soccer? No, he <laughs> owns that San Diego USL team. He's part owner, but he plays for them too. No, right? that's that's uh, Tim Howard owns the team. Oh, well, Tim he Howard, owns yeah. he owns uh, Memphis, and he's the goalie. For he's the goalie. Yeah, he's but Jackie. Moon. I could have sworn, you know, remember when they were trying to do that uh, indoor team here? I could have sworn Landon Donovan. Donovan played here. Really? Yeah. I mean, he could have, but I think this yeah. year, this year, the San Diego team just started this year, and I think he was part owner. Of what? Indoor? No, this USL oh, team. Oh, but I think he was doing indoor stuff for a little bit. Well, we've had three good Americans, Landon Donovan, Tim Howard, and Clint Dempsey, and Christian Pulisnik is better than all I mean, Tim Howard's really good. Yeah, but I'll take Pulisnik over him. Yeah. I mean, they're <laughs> totally different position. Yeah, that's yeah, true. What's it going? You gotta. At some point, someone's gotta. Here's the If Christian Pulisic wins the World Cup, he will go down as <laughs> one of the great. Like you have Alexander <laughs> Hamilton and then Christian Pulisic. Like okay. that would be the great. They're not winning a World Cup. You never know. Dude. I'm telling you, he's good. He's so. But so. he's not the best player in the world. <laughs> <laughs> like he's good for America. Well, He's not better than Kylian Mbappe. Columbus. Lucha's <laughs> huh? boy from Columbus. I don't know. That's right. You team those guys up. We have a good little thing. Who's your boy from Columbus? Zardes. So, yeah, we look really – like the last time we did a podcast, we are like, okay, you guys got to watch Atlanta. They're sick. You got to watch the Swallow. Both teams tied or lost. 
And then Lucha's like, you got to watch Columbus. They're super sick. <laughs> they got ousted right away. Well, <laughs> Wait, I'm not, no. That's just, it's just a fun thing about the doing. PKs at the end. Yeah, it's just fun thing about doing podcasts. Like you can Minnesota look back United. and look at all the things you're I mean, wrong. It's not, the hot they, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Columbus exactly. deserved to win that game. They that is true. They were better. It's a shame that they're doing going straight to PKs now and not playing. Yeah, they're not playing extra time. time which That's because no that stupid Orlando thing, dude. Because people are dying. So what I mean, playing and uh, what does coronavirus have to do? It's with not the coronavirus. It has nothing to do with coronavirus. It has everything to do with the fact that they're playing in Orlando. I give them an extra water break. On no <laughs> break. <laughs> on like Wing no time off, off days, dude. It with no extra time is stupid. Yeah. So the next day, so we talked about City A. We talked about uh, Premier League. I don't know anything about the Spanish league except that Real Madrid won. Um, but let a uh, champions league is coming up. So that's total Europe soccer. That's when you have like teams in Italy play teams in Spain and England. Uh, so that's coming it's up in Europe August. Tournament. Yeah. It's a Europe tournament, the top flight. Um, it's almost like March madness. So you have uh Juventus is playing and they're down in the champions league on aggregates one. They're down zero one. Uh, so what's an aggregate. Good question. So aggregate is they play two games. Both teams get a home game. And they combine the scores, and whoever has the winning score at the end of the two games advances. Which, is which I like. A lot of you guys are probably like, that's so stupid. But think about it. If you're watching an NBA final series, there's blowouts games one through six. The team, by the fourth quarter, they know they're not going to win it, so they give up at the end. With aggregate score, you get 90 minutes of total effort football um, because every goal counts in, in the in the combination if you really want to if you want to compare it to anything it's like the electoral college and the popular vote <laughs> yeah, yeah aggregates is popular vote electoral college is a series <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so Juventus is down they lost the first game which is really bad so Juve is in a, in a big disadvantage uh Chelsea they lost 3-0 they're probably not going to be able to come back on aggregates but the big one that I'm ready to watch is Barcelona and Napoli uh you got Messi versus uh the Insigne. Napoli squad Insigne uh, so that game is tied 1-1 on aggregates and Barcelona is at home this time, which is huge for Napoli because there's nobody in the, in the stands. So it's a home game for, for Barcelona, but, but it's really not. So that would be a huge upset if, well, if Napoli can win. And even if they, if it's tied 2-2, Napoli wins. Because you want to go into the tiebreaker? Was well, yes. Cause well, not and Napoli plays good teams very well yes, yeah true yeah, yeah very true. uh because in in an aggregate away goals is a tiebreaker so if it's one one that means barcelona only scored one away goal so if napoli just scores two goals even if they even if barcelona scores two goals yep the way the team that has the most away goals after tie advances which yeah. it sounds crazy but it's actually pretty cool the more cool tiebreaker and then the next one which is a huge matchup real madrid and man city and Man City won the first leg, the first game, 2-1. So uh should be pretty exciting to watch. That, those are all Friday, uh, August 7th. And Napoli's August 8th. What about Atalanta PSG? Is that already? So that that was already that that game is already in the quarterfinals. So they're still Wait, finishing. They're, they're still finishing up games from uh the round, round of 16. 16. So they Atalanta advanced. already, already beat uh Valencia. And so they're already in the quarterfinals and they play PSG. And that's not till August 12th. And they have a, I mean, not to get it, not to counter hit chickens before they hatch, but they have an opportunity to win that. Yeah, well. Mbappe's out. So we have three Italian teams left. 
Which is huge. That's awesome. So who who, who lost? Uh, freaking Inter. They're out. And they were good too. Yeah, they were supposed to be pretty good, but yeah. So Atalanta, Napoli, and Juventus are still in the, in the Champions League. We have the most uh, representatives from a single country. So pretty cool. So who? So we get four. Premier League gets four. Spanish gets four. Bundesliga gets four. Yeah, and Germany gets four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then I couldn't tell you the other ones. What about France like gets like Netherlands two. and all those guys. I bet you they one get one or two. Or two. France yeah. league sucked. Honestly. Yeah, I don't, I don't know really know how it works. They just and then uh, you know when you play PSG and FIFA, they always talk about the history of PSG and like how they dominate. They were bad. Like they yeah. didn't have a good team in in Paris at all. So, and I don't know how they ended up getting so much money, but now yeah. they buy. They loaded, dude. Sometimes it just happens where just somebody comes in and buys a team with a lot of money. Yeah. So, all who right, that, let's talk about. Wait, who did that happen to recently where people got really mad? It about was, somebody who bought some, a team? I think it was like Man City. Man, uh, Chelsea bought a Russian, oh, a Russian dude. It was came Chelsea. In. Yeah, a Russian dude came in and bought Chelsea, and now they've been good ever since. Because <laughs> yeah, they weren't like that good. <laughs> so well, that happened with Columbus Crew. Yeah, I mean, yeah. sometimes you just needed rich dude to come in and. The Yankees bought in uh, Manchester City. Yeah, the Yankees. Have Manchester United is owned by the same dude that owns the Buccaneers. Yeah, that's why. Like that's why like both teams there. are so mediocre. Yeah. They don't like him in Tampa. <laughs> they don't like him in Manchester. Oh. So let's talk about some American sports. Baseball is back. That was fun. All right, let's talk about some football. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like baseball, man. No, we don't have to talk. About I don't know that. much about. I mean, I want to like baseball. Um, I, I think I'm gonna give it a shot. But my Marlins contracted the virus, so they're uh, currently hey, suspended. They, if they just stay suspended the rest of the time, it's based on percentages. Yeah, the Levitard show found a loophole. So it's all it's not based off wins and losses, it's based off your winning percentage. So right now the Marlins are two and one, and which first. is first place of their, their conference. If they just say that's a sixty-seven win percentage. First time ever. <laughs> yeah, I know that we're gonna get first place. So I think I think that's why uh, Jeter wanted them to be bad. So he's like, All right, we're gonna get the coronavirus so we don't win any games. <laughs> Jeter doesn't want them to be good. I like so like right like what do you think? Being a Yankee fan, just question: What do you think about like Derek Jeter? As I actually owner? think um, people but, are hating on him, but the model I think he's using is the right model. He's he's building up his prospects. He sold some of his superstars, and he knew he wasn't going to win anything with those superstars. Mm-hmm. So, it, which were only two guys. He had two superstars. He had, and Yelich wasn't even a superstar really at the time. I mean, he dismantled a really good outfield. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't they weren't going anywhere. So, he sold Yelich. I mean, he traded Yelich. He traded Stan. And he built, built, built up a bunch of prospects. Yeah. So, I think they're on the right track. I, I actually I, you think gotta so. Give them, you know, everyone in Miami was hating on him. But I think this year's team is going to be a lot better than last year's team. I think in a couple of years they're going to be competing. I th- I actually think so too. If you listen to people in Miami, they're like freaking out. But I'm like, you have to sometimes tear everything down and build it back up. I mean, up. they had they were going nowhere. Their so, farm system is pretty good. Like now, they have a pretty I mean, good. That's team. how you build a farm system. Yeah, is by getting rid of some some uh, older dudes and more experienced dude, and then. The Yankees are like Juventus. They buy all those that's guys. Like, <laughs> and, that, and that's like the biggest misconception. Yeah, we bought Cole. Okay, I'll give you that. But pretty much everyone else on the team was either like nobody wanted them. 
You know what I mean? So we signed these guys like Aaron Hicks, who most teams gave up on him. He's a former first-round pick. The Yankees pick him up, develop him into a better player, and now he's the starting center fielder. You know what I mean? Uh, Gio Urshela played for Cleveland and played – I can't – he played for another team. He was, like, considered a bust. No one wanted him. The Yankees signed him. He's killing it. Batted, like, 324 last year. So the Yankees know how to develop guys. You know, it's not just going out and buying guys. The only guy they really went out and bought big is Garrett Cole. And they got Tanaka a long time ago. Those are the only two guys that I really bought. Even Stanton was traded for. Yankees really know how to uh, – their scouting department's great. They go to all these minor league teams. They watch all these minor league teams, and they go out, and they trade for these guys. You know, Luke Voigt was playing in the uh, St. Louis's minor league system. Yankees scouted him. They loved what they saw. They traded St. Louis for him. Now the guy's freaking – hitting 25 home runs a year. You know what I mean? So there's a big misconception about the Yankees that they're just going out and buying guys, but they're not. They're really developing. And a lot of the guys come through the farm system. Aaron Judge, farm system guy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Gary Sanchez, farm system guy. So... I yeah, John Carlos Stan. <laughs> no, but, but, but he wasn't bought. He was traded. Trade, you know, I, know and he was traded. I know, I know. Now that you're saying that, soccer or baseball... Is a lot like they're the, the closest. Model. They're the closest model because it is. But I will say this: people want to say, "Oh, there's no salary cap in baseball." This and that. Look, look at the last. Look at the history of the last ten years of World Series champions. Has anyone repeated? Yeah. No, no I know. No that, one's repeated. Yeah, I know. No, I know. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's awesome. Not, well, that, really, the, 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 the whole salary cap thing is a myth, right? Because they, they have limits. They just have to pay a luxury and tax. It's a luxury tax. So there's base, There's kind of a cap. You just have to, if you want to go over the cap that, or over the luxury tax, you have to pay your Pay asset. for that, yeah. Yeah, and the Yankees have stayed under the luxury tax. I think this year is the first year in a while that they've been above the luxury tax. Like them and the Dodgers. Dodgers are spending it. More Way more Yankees, right? Yeah, now. Dodgers have been a ton. The money they gave Mookie Betts. So which but it doesn't always correlate to wins. You still have to have a farm system. You still have to develop mm -hmm. guys, you know. So you're Gabe, you're a Red Sox fan. Well, how, were you pretty upset? Were you pretty upset when they they got rid of Mookie Betts? Yeah, uh definitely. I mean, <laughs> these past couple of years, Mookie's been kind of the guy for us. Um, you know, it's kind of hard trading a league MVP away. Yeah. <laughs> but a shout out Marlins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of the same situation. But I mean, I'm diehard. I'm, I bleed red, of course. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to stick with my guys no matter what. You know, we're, it's so early in the season. Everyone's, you know, bashing on the Red Sox right now. But it's, it's early. We won't play six I, games. So. I will say this I hate the Red Sox, but. I can guarantee you – I don't even know who they got in return, but I can guarantee you they did their due diligence and they got some badass prospects. And I guarantee those guys in a couple of years are going to be producing. They're going to win the trade at the end of the year. I mean, you look at – and going back to the Yankees, you know, we traded for Glaber Torres. We gave up Chapman to the Cubs, and they gave us their best prospect. He's probably the best prospect in baseball. Now he's playing shortstop for the Yankees, and he's probably one of the best young players in baseball. Mm -hmm. Imagine if that guy was on the Cubs. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, the Cubs got the World Series that they wanted, but they could have maintained Sustained. that for a while. Yeah. You have Glaber Torres in your infield. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, they, I mean, they won the trade because they won the World Series. series and that's, that's they amazing. didn't really win the trade because the Yankees signed Chapman. I was going to say, Chapman <laughs> went back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it's funny, like with the Red Sox, it's interesting because Red Sox are usually, they're the buying team. Yeah, they're, they're like, the. Like going back to, the, like the Marlins are used to getting rid dismantling of and selling, whereas like the Red Sox fans are upset because it's like, we're the buyers. We're not <laughs> yeah. the sellers. We don't get rid of M- MVPs ever. Yeah, we buy except them. Except for... We get the MVPs. Yeah, except for Babe Ruth. <laughs> but, but they saw what the Yankees did. I think, did. I they think saw that's what the smart. Did. I think the Yankees, that's smart. I the think. Yankees traded Chapman. They traded Andrew Miller. They traded Carlos Beltran. And they got all these great players in return. And look at them now. The Yankees are set for the next 10 years. There's no doubt in my mind. The Yankees are first place in the AL East for the next 10 years because they have such a young nucleus of, of players. Yeah. And, look, I mean, I mean the Astros, too, they just develop. They got a young nucleus, and those guys are going to be good for such a long time. They're going to go, you know, play with each other forever for the next 10 years. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, 10 years will be, like, not in a row, but they'll be competitive. No, no. For, the, the Astros and the Yankees will be good. For well, the, I mean, you got, I'm looking at the state. Rays are some. Rays are good. They're pretty Rays good. Sick. Yeah. You know, and they're a small market though. team, and they're, they're doing really well. Uh, so weirdly enough, the Twins are good. Never twins seen, are good last year. I've never yeah, seen oh, really? That's it. AL Central is the best from what I've seen right now. No, I, I mean, the Twins can't really go off tiger. those standards. I know, it's like so early. Yeah, but the, the best division is that the NL East is the best. NL East is probably the best because, dude, what? they're all good. Yeah. The Nationals and the Phillies. The Nationals, Nationals won a World, World Series. <laughs> you got the Phillies, you got Atlanta, and the Mets are low-key. Really good. good, dude. Those are the Marlins. Marlins suck. Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the Marlins actually aren't as bad as they were previously. So, no, dude. That the NL West seems pretty competitive. I don't NL know if the West Padres. I don't know if the Padres and Rockies can be sustainable, but. It, the, and then the you got Rockies the Giants the and the Dodgers. Rockies so. have Arenado. They have Black. They have a squad. Everybody says it's gonna be Dodgers and Yankees this year. That's. I mean, that's. Yeah. See, and the one thing that worries me is this new playoff model. With eight teams, sixteen teams, but eight teams from each, each conference. Each, uh, yeah, from each league. Why there only three game series? So yeah. that's the best team doesn't always win in a three game series. Oh, I thought there were five. No, three game series. That so, is, yeah. so the Yankees, if they go in the number, the first seed, they got to play the eighth seed in a three game series. It's random. You know what I mean? It's not random. a guarantee they're gonna. Win. This year is gonna be the toughest year to win a to win a World Series. Yeah, this year will be the toughest. Hopefully, the, the Marlins random. don't give everybody COVID and we get to finish it off. This will be the year that like the. This could be the year that like the most like random jack, like wild team. Yeah, like wild card team makes it. Like, That's awesome. It. But people like that stuff yeah, too. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, we're just bragging on City off for like oh, human like the top four teams are always competitive, but. I mean, it's nice to have a Cinderella story. Yeah, so yeah. Saying, so I think it's it's possible. I still think the Yankees are going to win. <laughs> yeah. And the best thing that could happen for baseball if you, is if you get a Yankees Dodgers soon. Yeah, I know. We've been promised that the last five <laughs> years. We haven't gotten it. So well, anytime you get like the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Cubs the, series was Cubs, a couple years ago. You Red get the Sox. Red Sox. Yeah, yeah. You get, you're talking big numbers. St. Louis also draws a lot. That's so. Yeah. Well. It's too early to really kind of get break it down. Uh, do you want to get into your thoughts on 
throwing the ball at people's heads. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a little much. Well, I know. So if you watch baseball and you know anything about baseball, you know that players, like, they police themselves. You know what I mean? They throw at people. But there's kind of a rule you don't throw at people's heads. You yeah. Because I mean? you're talking – I mean, you could – it's a tiny murder. Right? <laughs> yeah. You're throwing 95 miles per hour at someone's head. Yeah. It's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. That ball in your head. I don't is, care that's what a you legal did. weapon. I, I know. That's the did. thing is like people make mistakes. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of with you. I think that was ridiculous. And he attacked a New Mexico native uh, and Alex Bregman. Shout out to Bregg. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I've always said. And this is silly, but like, if, I I hate the unwritten rule part of it. I think it's stupid, but like, because that's like an attempted murder deal. Like, that's a weapon. I always thought if you throw at somebody, dude, the person that's bad gets to throw the bat at you. Like, that's <laughs> yeah, be. that's how it should be. You know? <laughs> and and like a guy like Joe Kelly who has a past of throwing, it's easy as a pitcher to throw at someone. Yeah, he's a, he's a reliever. He doesn't, he doesn't bat. bat, and he knows once he throws at them, if someone comes and attacks him. He's got freaking Dude. Justin Turner gonna freaking go and tackle that guy right away. So, yeah, Kelly's you know he played for the Red Sox and he has a history and he sucks. He's not even a good player. <laughs> he sucks. You know, Judge put him in a headlock a couple of years ago. And the funny thing about Joe Kelly and my my buddy brought it up to me today. You know, he was on the Red Sox team. That is getting reviewed for cheating as well. He was on that team, <laughs> so he's throwing at a team for cheating. But he was on the team that cheated as well. So the guy is a complete idiot. <laughs> Hashtag free Joe Kelly. Get it <laughs> that is an idiot, man. Throw so, at people's head back to back, and people are complaining. You know, he's get suspended. It, yeah. You got to make an example. You can't just be throwing at. You can't just head. let it go. Well, because that's whether you hit him or not, it's attempted. It's yeah. attempted. He attempted it. And I think that was the fear of the whole year. Everybody talked about that because I mean the ML MLB didn't do their own policing, so people were like, we have these to dudes do it are for gonna, them. well, no, these everybody's like these dudes are gonna get thrown at the entire year. Like there's over unders yeah, on how that's much. Thing. It's there's not a surprise. It's not. Yeah, there's it's, over. There's over unders on how many times Altuve is gonna get hit. Mm -hmm. Like, but you could throw at them. That's fine. But don't throw at their heads. <laughs> but he's such a shitty pitcher that he doesn't know he can't aim. He's such a shitty pitcher he doesn't know where the fuck he's. I just don't understand why they're throwing. I think it's it's so barbaric. Dude. Like, they talk about they talk about football as like a barbaric sport. It's like you get to just throw a ball at somebody because you don't like what they did. But that's, that, that goes back to the unwritten rule of America's pastime that it is that's accepted. But it's accepted, but not at the head. You don't throw at people's. I clothes. was joking. It's still, in the, it's still in the Yeah, but you can throw at the I hate section. That's I just hate that concept. It just annoys me. I, and that and people are out here talking like this Joe Kelly's some sort of hero because he throws at someone. He knows no one's gonna do shit about it because his whole team's gonna protect him. You know yeah. what I mean? No, I know. The guy it's, weighs it like is a, pretty soft. The guy's like 130 pounds and he's weak as shit. And he sucks. <laughs> he has like a sub four ERA as a reliever. He's not even good. I was joking since I've watched so much Hamilton that it's, I think they should do a duel with baseballs. You know, you walk 10 seconds and then you throw the baseball at each other. If you have a problem with That's somebody? America's pastime. Let, let do it. freaking Bregman and Joe Kelly fight it out. Joe Kelly would be in the hospital. We gotta go to New Jersey, though. Yeah, everything's <laughs> legal in Jersey. <laughs> uh, all right, let's talk about. Uh, speaking of Jersey, let's talk about the New York Giants. Let's talk about. Some <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's well, talk about. Sad, some well, sad news with the Giants is uh, Nate Solder 
decided to opt out this season. Yeah. So he's is your starting he, left or right? Well, he's probably going to get moved to the right tackle. And he decided to opt out. And I respect his decision because his, he has a sick kid. He has cancer. So I respect his decision. And uh, and he helps out the Giants, too, because they save $13 million. So you could go buy Jadavion Clowney. <laughs> <laughs> you could go get some Clowney right now, obviously. Clowney thinks he's getting $20 million still, dude. You can go sign some badass vets right now. <laughs> and Devontae Freeman and would be a good get, compliment to Saquon. Yeah, and we get uh, Golden back. We put a oh yeah, we he's put a tender. We put a ten like a weird tender on him. So Marcus Golden's gonna be back on the Giants, a guy that had ten sacks last year, ten sacks for four million dollars. He's gonna be playing for the Giants. <laughs> kind of like freaking bargain. Kind of like, <laughs> like Shaq Bear getting nineteen and a half for four million dollars. Yeah, he's getting nineteen and a half million now. Yeah. So, so yeah, how much? Could, yeah, you got him last, but now you guys are paying out the ass for him. Uh, Marcus Golden is actually sneaky, he's sneaky good. old. Though. That's uh, he old. He's thirty years old. No, but no, but sneaky old. I thought he was a young. I thought he was like a young dude. No, he was on the Cardinals for a while. Yeah, I didn't realize how old he was. You're the only person in the that knows who Shaq Barrett is. So you're gonna have to no, share that. He led the NFL in sacks. He's okay, that's all I wanted to know. Shaquille Barrett. Like he has mad disrespect too. Like all the Buccaneers. If you don't, if you don't, if you. Call yourself a football fan? You don't know who Shaq Barrett is? You're not a football fan. Stop listening to the podcast well, no, no, right now. Because it, he wasn't just a sack artist. He wasn't even a sack artist, dude. He had, he, I think it was Von Miller's backup. Dude, and it was, yeah, it was Barrett just mad disrespectful that he wouldn't even finish like the top four of M- uh, defensive MVP voting. It's like, he, like, he didn't win it? No. Who Stephon won it? Gilmore did. Oh, that's good. Let's talk about the Patriots because they had six. They had six guys opt out. Okay, I was like six because they know they're gonna suck. Real quick, real quick. (laughs) Like we're veterans. We got our Super Bowl rings. Let's go around. Predict their record. This is a big question I've seen on Twitter. I've seen all over New England. Is predicting New England's record. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, I I thought Cam Newton is a good. Cam Newton is an upgrade over uh, Over Stidham. But he's <laughs> but he's on he's a fifty he's like number fifteen in quarterbacks. I think first, people are overrating first he's gotta him. be able to throw more than fifteen yards down the field. Let's see. I think people are overrating him like crazy. He's a he's an average quarterback in the NFL. He is a starting quarterback. Even the year he won MVP, the dude didn't even put up four thousand yards passing. Guy That's the same thing. He's dude. Jameis Winston's better than Cam Newton. I'm gonna go oh, on the right now. Guys, uh, as a uh, passer, and the podcast, right? As a passer, what was the last time Cam Newton threw for five thousand? Dude, oh my gosh! No, I will. If you ask me right now, you could start a franchise. Would you take Jameis Winston or uh, Cam Newton? Cam Newton. And people were talking. People were talking about contracts. Jameis Winston threw for five thousand yards, and he's getting paid. One million dollars. You also forget. Yards. He also threw for five thousand picks. Yes, thank you. And, and you guys forget that he also led the league in interceptions, and that is yeah, what that. You are saying Carson Palmer. Explosive Carson Palmer, plays Carson and intercept like turnovers and explosive plays are the biggest. Carson Palmer first first year in that offense threw for twenty three picks. And then yeah. the next year, and then no, and the next year he threw for well, like and he Bruce Aaron's. It's dude, not thirty. Dude, no, but look at Bruce Aaron's offense. Look at the numbers of his quarterbacks. Like Tom Brady's projected to throw like 15 picks this year. Because the dude, look at Bruce Aaron's offense. It's 
no, no, no risk. I'm risk just, so what's the number? Out, what do you guys think? I'm just saying this. Oh, I'm pretty like, sure the year oh, the Giants won in 07, Eli Manning threw like 27 interceptions. So it doesn't always correlate in losses. Yeah. I'm just saying. No, hey, New England will be sub 500. Even, I don't care if Patrick Chung, Chung plays. I don't care if all those guys didn't opt out. They're going to be sub 500. I don't care. They're not that good. Plus, he had to get uh, eye, eye surgery. Lasik. Lasik. Yeah, he's going to be money this year. He's money now. Well, if, I, I don't want to get into the whole, like, James Winston thing, but if you really look at his offenses, he's only been asked to push the ball downfield. He's never been allowed to play in one of these stupid little freaking dink the ball. He's always had the most yards per attempt in the NFL. He's never been allowed to dink and dunk, dude. He's going to go to St. Louis. Uh, um, New Orleans. New, New Orleans. I don't know why I say something. It's New Orleans. <laughs> and be able to, like, be in a way more quarterback-friendly offense. He can just throw slant routes. To he'll be successful. Sorry, Eli threw 20 interceptions Boom. in 07. Th- thank you. Led the league. Eli led the league three times in the 90s. In interceptions? <laughs> top 10 all-time. <laughs> funny. funny. Another, I, also in top 10 and freaking everything else, too. Touchdown. Another yards. PFF graded James Winston. He had the most positive throws this year, but he also had the most negative throws. <laughs> so he's really he's good and really bad. That's so he's weird. mediocre. He's average. No, he's got. I will so say, I will say this New about England's James. Win ten games. I'll down. tell you this I about was James. Like in the nine and seven. Yeah. Okay. If we're gonna predict the Patriots record nine and seven, mm-hmm. you're on drugs. Silly. So four, I said ten. Four, ten games? Are you kidding yeah. me? They still have to six, play the. They still get to play seven. the Dolphins. And Dolphins the, are gonna whoop that ass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> They're going four and twelve. They're going. Wow. Four and 12. Oh my dude, gosh. I can't wait to come back and, and listen to this. I go six and ten. That that team is done. We don't have to hear about the Patriots no more. <laughs> They're gonna be sh- shit for the next twenty years, just like they were before this round. Yeah. They're dumb, dude. Calling it right now. My buddy Mikey's a big Patriots fan. Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> shitty, dude. Uh, let's talk about uh, shitty quarterbacks. Let's continue this. Well, uh, back to Jameis Winston. Just okay, the right, fact that he has the talent to throw for 5,000 yards, I will. I could work with that. We could get the picks down. But he's capable of throwing for 5,000 yards in the NFL. I'll work with it. Yes, yeah. we'll work. No, we'll I, get I see those pick numbers. Down. I see where you people could saying. run for so long. Like Cam Newton could. Cam Newton, you could run for so long. You can't. You could throw the ball for a really. Long he can't time. throw either. He can't throw. Either. That's what I'm saying. No, I can't saying. even throw an out route, dude. <laughs> so let's talk about a guy who can't throw. I'm trying to get Gabe incorporated because Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> needs to be done, dude. Ben Roethlisberger is the man. <laughs> that way, he's gonna. I know he's hurt. Stuff like that. He's gonna come back. He's gonna have two more strong years before we start thinking about it. Two? Oh, two more strong oh, years. Man, I can't wait to come back season. to this and show you the. And the season after that is probably gonna be. I will. I will say 3, this. Yards. He's this. Oh, is he not always in the top? You said three thousand yards after every season. That's like a joke. Dude, <laughs> yeah. dude Big Ben's good for four this year. I will say this. I like Big Ben. I think he's, no, a he's accounting for the missed seven or eight games. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, I said he's hurt. I will I will say this. I'm surprised in the Steelers organization because usually they get they get rid of guys a year or two early mm-hmm. for a better return. Yeah, they're you know, really and smart. I think they I think they should have drafted a quarter like a high quarterback maybe two years ago. 
or last year. Or they could have so picked they're going to be in this lim- limbo with Big Ben. We really tried though with up. the quarterback from Tennessee. I forget his Ooh, name. Come on, that's like a sixth round. Dobbs. Joshua Dobbs. We tried him out. He's not that good. You need Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph They have drafted quarterbacks. Yeah, but picking guys in the third round. Come as back. I mean, I there's only there's only so many Dak Prescotts. You have to draft these guys in the first round. Yeah. You, that's that's the bottom line. There's only so many Tom Brady and Prescott are like and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. I mean Diamond guys. does. Yeah. Diamond, yeah. No, they are hard. They're really hard to find. Yeah. Oh not Diamond does. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Diamond, Diamond in the rough. <laughs> No, those guys are right. They're the exception. But you're Usually right. You have you, to pick a guy in the first yeah. round. Yeah. Usually Pittsburgh will get rid of their guys or not yeah. pay them. Yeah, and, they get rid of their guys a year or but two. But it's hard four. when he's won two super like the Giants did the same thing with Eli. He they don't do that. We're too ahead of them. Yeah, the sure. They were drafted the, the same year. The yeah. I mean, I will say they're a lot better than us, but I don't I don't see the Steelers winning the Super Bowl. So if you're not gonna win the Super Bowl, why are you gonna keep up? Big Ben. Yeah. Well, Well, I think I think they traded for Fitzpatrick. They didn't have a first round pick this year. I mean, I don't know if any quarterback fell. But goes that trade because I I mean Mika's good, but he's also a safety. Like, would you rather have the first round pick this year to pick? And they were gonna suck without Mika. They're gonna be a pretty good position to draft a quarterback. Would you rather be in that situation or would you rather have Mika? I I do think I don't know, you know more, but I still think they believe in Big Ben. Like they they, of course, they that's what I'm saying. He's got a and Big Ben, he's still capable. I just don't know if he's still a Super Bowl guy. Yeah, you know, just, but their defense is definitely Super Bowl caliber. Well, they have a pretty. It's just funny. It's but, funny to me though that they talk about like that they believe in Big Ben because Eli Manning, same draft class, way less injury history. He's gone. Yeah. Philip Rivers, same draft class. Way less injury history. He's like he's with the Colts. Like, he's with the Colts, and people are like, ah, man, like does he have enough? That's a bad. He has enough, and then they they that's they go so to big. Bad. They go to Big Ben. Why would the Colts invest? In- yeah, I know. I don't know. It's so bad. But then they go to Big. <laughs> Some of these franchises are so bad. Then I guess you can say the same thing about Tampa Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you invest in a freaking forty-five year old guy? I don't know, man. I don't. Know. I don't. It's so team. stupid. But Start then, with the young. But I'm saying you go to big, you go to Big Ben, same draft class, immense injury history, and people are like, yeah, no, dude, he still got it. And it's not just like this is his last year. He's under contract and getting paid a lot mm-hmm. for the next two years. I will. I, I talked to my my buddy Darren, is a huge Steelers fan. I talked to him. I'm like, the one guy that you could go get now, and the team he's on doesn't love him. Go out and get Derek Carr, man. Derek Carr in the Steelers. They're Super Bowl contenders right now, dude. Yeah, I, I do like Derek Carr. Derek Carr is a most underappreciated guy in the yeah. NFL right What now. a hot take. I love it. No, well, he's like Derek Carr. Oh, no, it is. I, I don't think you were trying to make a hot take. I, I mean, actually talk about a guy that loves five yard outs, though, dude. But he, they no, hate him over there. He's a stud, dude. I don't yeah. know why they don't like him. I'll take it. Well, he's I like Tua now, but I would have taken him. Derek Carr's a stud, man. I don't know why I got to hit Tom Brady, I mean, the thing is, I think I I know we we're talking about the. Let's 10. play this game. How many games are the Buccaneers gonna win? Ten. <laughs> ten. Ten. Playoffs or no? Yeah. Yeah. You get, playoff. the, you get the playoffs with ten. Easy. And I mean, you're talking about their divisions. For it's sure. hard. It's people, gonna be people hard. Sleep on, people sleep on the defense. People, I think the main thing with Tom Brady, they don't want him to throw as many yards as James did. They just want to throw less picks. Yeah. You guys would have been in the playoffs. It's going to be yeah. hard for the Buccaneers not to win ten games. They're not freaking, to win? Yeah, their roster's 
Dude, stacked. look at the roster. Look at their downfields. It's freaking crazy. Their linebacking core is ridiculous. It's the, the best. Is ridiculous. They got the best receiving core by. It's not even close. They got. That the was best a fun little ends. debate going on. They got. Now they got Howard and freaking Gronk. And the other guy. Let's see. It'll be exciting. I really, I really, I really hope great. They got three tight ends that are freaking awesome. Three tight ends that would start on any team. The only yeah. thing, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and their running backs getting better. I mean, he's not great, but he's getting better. Yeah. So. Not on the server. Yeah, same as the Patriots. Same as the Patriots. <laughs> Everyone's going nine and seven. Uh, all right. So, um, I mean, we <laughs> talked about we talked about New Mexico United, City. Uh, we talked about Gabe's Premier League. We talked about Andre's new team. We talked about baseball, football. Crazy thing that just dropped today: Patrick Mahomes was ranked the fourth best player. In the NFL, before <laughs> I, I thought he would be like, I thought he'd be yeah, like, I mean, eight. these are so eight. <laughs> <laughs> right. or tenth. I didn't think. I'm just joking. No, dude, people probably put Lamar Jackson ahead this of them, is, like idiots. These rankings are the so rankings stupid. are stupid. They're yeah, right. Monte David's a hundred. Is this the top one hundred? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so who's ahead of him? I don't know. I don't know if they came out with it, but I was I trying to make a joke because Mahomes is clearly the best player in the league. It's like not even close. <laughs> Yeah, Big That's like just second. a stupid. <laughs> What'd you say? Big Ben the second. Yeah, uh, I just want. I would be interested to see if Lamar Jackson was. He's gonna be one because oh, they're gonna put him. Over. And it's so stupid, dude. Patrick Mahomes is like leaps and bounds better than Lamar Jackson. Yeah, it's no, hype remember. culture though. It's hype culture that's getting him. Yeah, I know. he's well, on the what's cover. What's not matter. hyped about winning the Super Bowl and being the MVP? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. Just, no, you're 100 right, but, but everyone's on. Everybody's on. Actually, I saw Lamar. this thing like some animal. Lamar's going to be average as well, dude. That the Ravens are going to go undefeated this year. <laughs> I'm like, how they, they, the, the they play in the AFC North. So does Pittsburgh. That just doesn't add up. Yeah, but there's like, everyone's predicting the Ravens like they're the greatest team ever assembled. And people are going to figure out Lamar, dude. It doesn't well, work. If you if actually that, look at that type of stuff, it works for one or two years, and then it gets shut down. If dude. you look at it's Lamar. Happened, look at history. It's happened with Michael Vick. It's happened with Vince Young. It's happened with RG3. All these guys come out freaking hot, and what happens? If you tank it. If you look at um, if you look at the teams that played Lamar Jackson twice, the second time they played them, yeah, they, they, they beat they his ass. Him. All you have to do, dude, they run a high school offense, so run a high school defense against them. Buffalo. Don't, don't, yeah, yeah. Buffalo. Buffalo. Don't chase Tennessee. people around the fucking field. Just read your key, <laughs> and people are gonna go to where you need to go yeah. to. It's Crying it's kind of it's kind of like alarming sometimes, like when teams can't do run it. the option in the NFL and defenses like they can't don't understand it. they can't stop it. I know because they don't game plan for it. Correct me if and I'm And they wrong. forget it. They forgot about it. But mm-hmm. once you game plan for it, damn, it's so easy. To the stop. week that Buffalo was going to play Baltimore, they went to the local high school. No way. To ask their head coach how they stopped triple. triple. No did, way. Did that? Buffalo. Well, may, I mean, and they stopped him? Mm-hmm. Kicked his ass. I, I mean, that doesn't – I mean, we've seen it twice or three high, times they a year. They run a high school I, offense. Like, that's a that's – a, it annoys me. We're like, this is the most innovative <laughs> We'll come watch high school football in New Mexico, yeah. and you'll see that every game. Yeah, Drisco does it all day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we run that. Actually, as, like, come on. Not a lot of teams that run triple in New Mexico because it's so outdated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one team runs it really that I could think of. But no, they're, you they're a lot of small schools in Texas. I mean, they run, they run, it's, they don't run like a uh, true triple. They run like an RPO with a pop pass. They run a Like, we run that. We yeah. run that yeah. all day, every day. Yeah. They run RPO. It's like, like watch Minnesota freaking football. 
Gophers, best RPO team ever. Do you guys want? We're at a minute. We're at an hour and twenty minutes. Do oh, that's want, awesome. Do you want to get to college or we'll no? Get ten, we'll go ten more minutes. <laughs> Why not? Dude? All right. So I, I mean, college football. I personally don't think it's going to get played. Fall, not in the fall. Spring. Spring. Well, I let's mean, talk if it's go if it's going to happen. If gonna it's going to happen. You know more than us. Man. I don't know, man. You look at the recruiting it's, thing. Uh, yeah, I, here's the th- I guarantee here's the final four. Clemson, Ohio State. Uh, Maybe not Clemson. Oklahoma. 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 Yeah, yeah. And who else? Alabama. Oh, yeah. Sneaky, yeah. Pick, I don't know, dude. sneaky pick, Golden Gophers. Actually, I think ACC came out today and they had like an abbreviation. Notre Dame. Notre they Dame's added them, now. and they're only playing conference games. So, I mean, it's going to be fun. I mean, I don't know if you guys want to talk about I think that's bogus that Notre Dame Whoa. gets to continue to be like, no, nah, we're good. Yeah, baby, we're going to just hey. take our own money and our independent, and then like, oh, well, no one's going to put it on the schedule. Can we please come back? It's like, if I was the ACC, that's I'd be like, I'd like, be like you hey, that. you decided on your own, dude. Go go hang out on your own. Unless well, unless they're, they're going to bring them, in a shitload of money. Dude. Unless they give them all that NBC money and say, hey, we'll give you everything. Well, you NBC were the one, here, but you're against revenue sharing. Yeah. I know. So, I feel like so, we've contradicted ourselves because well, like, no, I was just making fun of the final four. No, no, and, <laughs> and no, but I'm against it. But if that's what I'm saying, if I'm the ACC, I would say you could stay your happy ass at home. I think Notre Dame's doing killing it right now, dude. We'll, we don't need any of you guys. We'll make our own money. Except this year when except nobody wants to year, play. Us. And of course, they're going to accept them. You know, big, they have the biggest fan base in the country. I, they do have leverage, and if if ACC didn't take them, somebody else was going to take. I'm surprised the Big Ten didn't take them. Well, I don't think they want. Well, they, play they don't want to play, they the play Big basketball Ten. in the ACC. Uh, They're gonna get wrecked in the Big Ten. They know that. Yeah. ACC, you gotta compete with one school. Clemson, that's it. The Big Ten, you got Penn State, you got Wisconsin, mm-hmm. you got Ohio State, you got Minnesota, you got Purdue on the come up. They, they don't want nothing to do with the Big that's Ten. That's true. So, but I, I can tell you right now, they should. They don't even need a play season because the two teams in the championship is gonna be Clemson, Ohio State. Hands down. I can't wait. I hope those guys play. I hope Trevor Lawrence stays. I think he's going to play. I hope he plays. I hope he doesn't like opt out. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. Yeah, if those guys are there, that's going to be fun. So I saw this thing. The projections are Ohio State will have the best defense in the country and the number two offense in the country. Wow. And Clemson's projected to have the number one offense in the country and the number two defense in the country. They're just so loaded and talented. How does that relate to their recruiting classes? Do they have any big time? So the thing is, everyone wants to talk about recruiting classes, and it's important. But I think what schools like Ohio State and Clemson do, they recruit the be- they recruit with the best, but they know how to freaking develop. Dude, they develop guys better than any other programs in the country. With the Alabama as well. Yeah, those three schools just develop the shit out of guys. And Look at them in the NFL. It's a prime example. Look at the D linemen. I know. Ohio State. Crazy. I mean, you got NDBs from Ohio State. You got Nick Bosa teaching his NFL defensive line moves that he learned from Larry Johnson at Ohio State. Larry Johnson is by far the best defensive line coach of all time in the country. And he's just a D line coach at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. You got you got Brian, Brian Hardline, baby. Best receiver. He's probably the best receiver coach in the entire country. NFL, college, everything. And he's their receivers coach. He's not even offensive coordinator. Put some respect on PJ Flex. <laughs> well, PJ Flex the head coach. But and then you got Tony Alford, probably one of the best 
running backs coach in the So, I mean, you're talking, you get the best coaches, you get the best players, and you're developing them. Yeah. Well, I mean, Alabama does it. Clemson mm-hmm. does it. And so. LSU won't be the same. No, LSU's. They're not I mean, he's, he's, he's doing a good job recruiting. But well, it's Joe Brady. And he's gone. And let's not forget, Joe Burrow was also developed by Ryan Day. <laughs> he's Ohio State. State kid. But, yeah. but I was just saying, in terms of Joe Brady, like LSU was have historically had one of the most boring offenses of all time. They finally let Joe Brady be assistant offensive coordinator. They become the best offensive. Crazy. And then they're like, oh, well, then he leaves. So they're going to be boring again. Well, Ed Olgeron's a hell of a coach. He's a great I coach. I mean, he's good. But, I mean, Joe Brady, I mean, Joe Brady, that offense was Joe Brady. It's so stupid that he was at USC, and he wanted to be the head coach. He was he's the interim head yeah, coach. And, and, they, and they, they didn't even freaking hire their I know. And they, he won. He won he in a short period of time. He did good with them. But, yeah. That Ed Olgeron is sick, though. He's good. Um. So, Gabe, you play uh, D1 football, uh, FCS how is the how is the the virus affecting smaller schools like that? Um, across the FCS as a whole, there's already been a lot of cancellations. I mean, the whole Ivy League, a lot of the, the Eastern East Coast teams have already shut down. They've already said some of them have just canceled altogether. Some of them have said, "Hey, we're going to move in spring, try to give it a chance in the spring." But um, the Southland Conference, which is I go to Abilene Christian and we play in the Southland Conference, they said, "Hey." Texas football, man, we're going to play. We're going to play everyone. Everyone's going to play full schedule. So right now we're projected to have a full schedule. Whether that holds within these next few weeks or not, uh, I'm not exactly sure. The NCAA has a meeting on August 4th to decide if um, there's going to be postseason championships and and, and things of that nature. So uh, right now we're projected to play a full schedule. There's been, you know, teams in the FCS that have opted out, but then these other teams pick up games. So it's just we're just moving forward with that. Yeah, it is. It's like so important for college football to happen because that's like where the majority of schools get their revenue. And so when you you miss out on that entire season, even if there is no fans in the stands, they do have TV contracts. And a lot of sc- that is so important for those. It's actually where a lot of schools lose most of money. Football? Yeah. Really? So maybe I'm speaking out of my ass. Most it is also uh, for the big schools, the schools that it matters, the Texas, Alabama. Yeah, I guess I, I guess that's team. the thing. But I know, no, I mean conference wise, no, but uh, going to revenue sharing, they do make their money back in certain ways. But like big schools make money, little mid major schools lose money. Yeah. Almost a lot of time. Almost every school in the entire country loses money on athletics. There's only like a handful of schools that actually make money. Shoot, well, I was just saying. It's. I thought that, like those smaller schools are gonna have football in order to make money, but maybe they're not. Maybe they just. Well, now they're gonna be even more in a hole without athletics. without playing. Yeah, but they yeah, don't make money. And when I, because I played football in Eastern New Mexico, and I took a class, and one of the teacher teachers, can't remember what the course was, but he was saying there is not one Division two in the entire country that makes money in athletics, not wow. on one school. So it costs a lot of money to run athletics. If you're not playing sports, then you're losing even more money, you know, so. Yeah, I, I do think the athletics is an important aspect of it, but it doesn't, they're not, they're most of the time they end up in the red. Unless you're in New Mexico State and you just sell yourself. <laughs> which also alludes the point that Luch has kind of made, which also plays in the Ivy League schools. They make more money off their education and things of that nature than do football. 
So it wasn't really that hard of a decision. For I them. Mean, yes, they're in a hot spot. I mean, all the East Coast is in a hot spot right now, but it really wasn't that hard of a decision to make. They're like, hey, we're not going to lose a billion dollars in revenue this year. Let's just keep everyone safe. So it kind of puts Mark Emmer is the president of NCA. He's kind of been, you know, having a battle of this. Okay, we're losing a lot of money, but we keep the people safe. Yeah. You know, so he's kind of been trying to, you know, the statements that he's made, everyone says he's just kicking the can along. He's trying to, so make it as long as possible. As long as possible, try to make it. I just, I think the the best way to do it is just play in the spring, man. Just play in the spring. It's easy. Yeah. The only, but the only problem is, is how's that going to correlate to the NFL the following season? Yeah, because once you play in the spring, you're going to get Trevor Lawrence's. Are they going to play? Yeah, they're not. going to And then if they do play, it's a short turnaround to the next season. Exactly, because NFL is playing in the fall. Like, I feel like they'll do whatever oh, it takes. Yeah. Well, I mean, theoretically, those dudes that they're last year playing in college to football, they don't they don't get breaks anyways. They go straight from their, their – I mean, but they would take – well, if they make no, it to the playoff, play. they play in January. And then and they go that, straight and into their – then they go, they go to the combine the next month. I mean, but you're talking about playing in the spring. The draft is in April. So, yeah. I mean, what are you going to play? March and then – I mean, <laughs> well, you, you can't can do it. You can't. the draft. But, yeah. but who knows? So, I mean – but I think you would get a lot of if you play in the spring, a lot of big time dudes would stop. Yeah, I think so. I think the I think the ratings would be freaking through the even higher. Yeah, I think so even too. higher. And I've always said mid majors should play in the freaking spring, compete with the major schools. You play in the spring, your ratings are going to be high. People yeah, want people football want year round. football year round. So if you got UNM and Colorado State playing, people are going to watch that because yeah. it's football. You know, I from agree. what I've heard, articles I've read, the research I've done, the spring idea is the very last option that they want to exercise because of all the logistics and moving mm-hmm. parts and stuff like that. They did say, let's move D1AA, which would be the FCS, move just, let's just play the Power Five conference in the fall. Yeah. And move the FCS to the spring, have football basically almost year round. Yeah. And then all the FCS, kind of the more powerhouse schools like James Madison. Uh, North Dakota State, they were all speaking out saying, well, we all have college football, as- or we all have NFL aspirations and dreams. Why are you guys making uh, it uh, like, okay. Well, even though it is statistically really, less of for NCAA D- uh, D1AA guys to get drafted, it does kind of throw that into question. Yeah. but uh, Yeah. I mean, they're like, there's – Maybe one guy Honestly, from Dakota State every year, but to be honest like with you, fifteen from Alabama. Yeah, but that's dumb because these NFL scouts are gonna be able to really focus more focus on, on the D1 true, true. Yeah, true. yeah so they they're gonna get to spend more time. A dumb argument. That's a good point, Leach. So, all right, um, about a minute thirty. That's probably we probably lost everybody a while. <laughs> probably lost everybody when we were talking about New Mexico United. And <laughs> just joking. Um. If you guys have yet to subscribe or like or leave five stars, please do that. Please reach out to us on Instagram at Sally Boys Pod. Um, we love when we get feedback. We love when we get reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So uh, please take a second to do that for us. It's greatly appreciated. Plus, it helps us in the in the podcast rankings. Currently, we're in the leisure category. So we want to work our way up the charts of the leisure category. So those ratings definitely help us. Um, Anything else? 
No, no. No, thanks for having me on. Somos Unidos. This has been fun. Anytime, bro. Anytime. I loved it. So, uh, Somos Unidos, Forza Juve. Um, let's go Chiro and Mobile. Get two goals. And uh, let's hope there's football this fall. Um, Buona sera. Ciao, ragazzi. Thank you so much. Buona notte. Don't do it with those heads. <laughs> <laughs>